into this into this session father holy spirit just interpret this word so people understand what you want them to understand god father just do what you do father show them comfort correction conviction restoration and this discipleship father we thank you father that you have allowed us to freely without any type of restriction be able to open your word speak about your word in the way that needs to be done so that we can get your message the way you want to deliver it to us thank you holy spirit for you being a part of this message helping us guiding us lead us and direct us in your ways and in your word according to your translation and your interpretation into our hearts only way this can be done is by having that Holy Spirit talk to us. The lifeblood of Christianity, the beginning of the church, the supernatural movement of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I ask you for everyone who watches and listens to this message about to happen, for them to get what you want them to have out of it. And bless their homes, bless their lives, bless their jobs, bless their coming and going here there and fro near and fro bless them father bless their finances bless their homes bless their lives bless their health bless all of them the way you bless them and in their situations and how they're living their lives father for you to do what you do for them i thank you father i ask you to lead guide and direct me as i bring this message according to how you want me to bring it i have nothing you have it all I'm just the vessel. In Jesus' mighty name, Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. I hope everybody's having a great day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. Whether you're waking up, getting up, having some breakfast, having some coffee, or whatever you do, whatever you go through to get up moving for a day full of activities, work, or errands. 
or where I got you halfway through your day. When you've been through some stuff, you see God making some moves, you're keeping your faith, having victory after victory, and you're grateful that God has given you ways to get through your day victoriously. Maybe that's the bumps and bruises along the way, but overall you're victorious. That thing they call midday madness. Or we'll catch you at the end of your day. When you're getting done with work, activities, errands, sitting there, having some dinner with your friends, family, those you may be living with. Just want an inspirational, Holy Ghost-filled message today. However, whenever, whenever we're catching you, you are now, you are now, you are now tuned into the Blue Book. Presented to you by Pentecost Ministries. And hosted by your boy Blue. Man, guys. What times we're living in. As we begin today, open it up with prayer for Texas. Obviously, if you see any news on TV or heard through the radio or whatever the case may be, you know Texas is going through it. More than half the state is going through it. I also hear Oregon's going through it. I hear Seattle's going through it. Reports of Chicago going through it. And absolutely, you're going to hear it from New York, the East Coast, so forth. We need to keep these cities in prayer. These people are without power, without water, infrastructure's breaking. No heat. Those things are just unacceptable human living conditions. So we gotta pray for them. You gotta keep them lifted. Um, in the beginning of this, we all talked about Lagata. Some may may not know who she is, who she was. She is part of the OGV, the OG Veteranas. Uh, today is her earthly birthday uh, so naturally her friends and, and people who loved her or closest to her went out to her gravesite today and paid tribute to her I seen the video they had cake and they had balloons and everything um, just enjoying their time with her um, in memory of her which is absolutely wonderful happy birthday Legata May your soul be at peace. You're with the Lord now. Um, so you know what we don't know. So God bless you. And everyone being dealing with COVID-19. That is something that we deal with daily. Wearing face covers, maybe glasses, washing our hands, sanitizing our hands. A lot of the stuff that that, that, that helps prevent COVID or helps remove COVID, kill COVID, is that we should have been doing since day one. None of it's out of the ordinary. We should have been doing this. Problem is, is we get laxed, we get lazy, we get complacent, and we just 
go about our lives not truly realizing how important that stuff is. So, I encourage everyone, please, wear your mask or face covering. Some stores don't even let you go in without it, so wear it. Wash your hands. These things are pretty dirty. Touch a lot of stuff, including your face. Okay? Wash your hands, sanitize your hands. Okay? My wife still cleans cleans off, disinfects the groceries when we go when she goes shopping or I go shopping with her, come home, she cleans off the groceries, disinfects everything. You may not do that. However, it is a good practice to have because you do not know who's touched your food that you bought. You touched it, but you don't know who has before you. So, take precautions. Be clean. As clean as you can. Okay? Before we go into the message, I'm sure you're 100% in the know about our pledge that we do. Every single message we do a pledge. Christian flag's right there behind me. There's actually one over in the corner too. You can't see it, but this is right here. If you know the pledge, say it with me. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all those who believe. Very good. Very good. So, if you have your word, I got mine. If you have the word this way, which is the paper, the good old Bible book, or you have it on a desktop, laptop, mobile device, such as like this. Okay. However you have it, let's open them. Open the Bible. Go to your app. Whatever it is, it helps you get to it. I read the Amplified version. I live an Amplified life. I believe in an Amplified guide, and I am an Amplified believer. Okay? I read Amplified Bible. Whatever version of the Bible you read, fantastic. If that's the way God reaches you, that is a beautiful thing. We will be going through different versions. There's a lot of stuff set, scheduled for today's session in fellowship. We'll just see how it goes, but we have plans on going through everything and checking things out. Okay? So, if you have your Bibles, open them up to the book of Malachi. Okay? So, Malachi. 111. Okay, Malachi 111. We're going to be in this scripture today. We're going to be talking about this scripture because all you need is one touch. That's all you need. One touch. So, now that you're at Malachi 1. 11 what does Malachi 111 mean well I'll tell you 
There are some disagreements about whether this verse should be rendered in the present tense or the future tense. Hmm. Theologically, only the future tense makes sense. At this point in history, proper sacrifices could only be made at the temple. Okay, so at this point in history, when this when this book this was, this was written, proper sacrifice could only be made at the temple. Old Testament, no Jesus yet. Physical form of Jesus. And pagan nations has so no such place to worship God. Pagan nations. People, nations that 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 worshipped something other than God, paganism, objects, things of that nature, that don't don't line up with the Lord. Likewise, the Hebrew construction suggests that the future offerings will be brought from all places, not literally offered in all places. Catch it on to that. So, likewise, the Hebrew con construction suggests that these future offerings will be brought from all places, not literally offered in all places. Brought from all, not literally offered in all. Hmm interesting God has just told Israel that he would rather they stop offering him any sacrifices at all God has just told Israel that he would rather they stop offering him any sacrifices at all rather than bring insultingly flawed animals insultingly flawed animals What does that even mean? You're telling me he has just told Israel that he would rather them stop offering him any sacrifices at all rather than bringing insultingly flawed animals. Hmm. This verse brings in God's eventual honor from the Gentiles, non-Jews, which would have been a slap in the face to Israel. Insultingly flawed animals. Hmm. As God's chosen people, they had been given special treatment by God. Y'all know that, right? Y'all know, y'all know that Israel was treated with some special specialness because it's God's chosen land. Chosen. As God's chosen people, they had been given special treatment by God. Here, however, God is telling them that pure offerings, unlike Israel's impure sacrifices, would be offered by the supportingly unclean Gentiles. Holy Spirit, do your thing. God is telling them that pure 
offerings, unlike Israel's impure sacrifices, will be offered by the supportedly unclean Gentiles. Hmm. In short, God is reminding Israel that he will be properly worshipped, even if that worship comes from those outside of Israel. Do you understand what he's talking about? Just because you offer doesn't mean you're offering properly. God does not want you offering something just to offer. Just to offer. Why? See, this is something that we, did, that me and my wife discussed recently. <sighs> there is a difference between giving because you feel you have to give or you have more than enough to give and you give out of mechanics rather than love. Okay? There is a thing that, that, that God sees as insultingly flawed. Insultingly flawed. That is pretty tough. Are your offerings insultingly flawed? Hmm. God is reminding Israel that he will proper he will be pro I am going to be properly worshiped. You are going to properly do this. Even if that worship comes from those outside of Israel. He will be proper even if outside comes in and worship better than you can. Just because you're chosen doesn't mean you're going to be all righteous. God is reminding Israel that he will be properly worshipped. Even if that worship comes from those outside of Israel. He will be given honor even if it happens in spite of Israel. Romans 3, 1 through 8. That's tough. That is tough. If you can't do it right, I'll bring someone in who can. That's what that means. I will be properly worshipped. You are going to properly worship the Lord God. Or he'll bring someone else who can, even if you are in his house. Amazing. Do you not understand that? Just because you say the Lord, just because you use the Lord's words, the Lord's name, the Lord's alkalite, doesn't mean you're righteous. It got nothing to do with your righteousness. Because you can be self-righteous and have not one bit of the Lord in it. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Because people do stuff in patterns. I go to church, I praise, I give offerings, I get the word, then I do a little bit of salvation and I walk out, boom, back to being the old me. Or, I just got me some church, don't take it out of me. 
The Four Walls. The Four Walls. The Church. The Church. The Church needs an awakening. God is reminding his people in the church that he will be properly worshipped even if it comes from outside of the church. Among all nations. If you can't do it right, he'll bring those from outside to do it. Because if you can't do it right, what's the point? Why are you giving me insulting, flawed sacrifices? You are going to the altar asking for forgiveness and you don't even know what it is and you don't want to cough it up. It's all a show. It's all a game. It's all pattern. It's all religion. It got nothing to do with salvation. You worship in vain. You worship in vain. Why do you? Why do you sit at the church and play church? Do you go there to get Holy Spirit? Do you go there to get deliverances? Do you go there to get a revival? Do you go there to get Jesus? Do you go there for salvation? Ask yourself that. We want to consider church an essential. But we don't want to be essentially there. Mm. Holy Spirit, thank you. We want the essential, but we're not going to be essential. It's all show. It's all, it's all pomp and circumstance. Dog and pony. You think he don't see that? You think he doesn't see you doing the, the all the, all the, the theatrical? Of course he does. I will not be insultantly flawed. I will be worshipped properly. Romans 3, 1-8. I will be worshipped properly. Someday, those outside of God's chosen people will recognize God for who He is and give Him the worship is due. Those outside of God's chosen people will recognize God for who he is and give him the worship he is due. Zechariah 14.9 This is nothing more than hello among all nations. Got the Bible ready? Got your word ready? Let's get into it. Among nations. 
Good word. What does it say? Amplified version. For from the rising of the sun to the setting, my name shall be great among nations, and in every place incense shall be offered to my name, and indeed a pure offering, for my name shall be great among nations to the Lord of hosts. Great among nations. He doesn't want your vain worship. He wants genuine worship. And if the church can't get it together, nations will know him. Outside of the church, nations will know him. What is Jesus ever guilty of? Love, peace, accountability. They ridiculed him for those reasons. They ridiculed him for those reasons. They came against him because of those reasons. The ones who you won't even think have the Lord are going to worship him better than the ones in the church. For from the rising of the sun and the setting of the sun my name shall be great among nations up in the east down in the west in every place incense will be offered to my name and indeed a pure offering he does not want a insultingly what is the word I'm looking for flawed insultingly flawed offering why do you think why do you think Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice because we weren't cutting it even our offerings weren't cutting it. Are you giving me this? You sinned. You broke my law. You broke my commandments. And you want me to forgive you for this? It wasn't even the quality of the animal. It was the lame forgiveness that was like dude you're not even really meaning that I am the Lord God you're not even meaning this you're taking this seriously you're gonna die you're gonna go to hell buddy I don't think you guys quite understand it how important Jesus is to your salvation 
how his perfect will had to be accomplished and get done and us or the believers in the four walls are so religious about this and so prosperic about this they don't see beyond the walls and they think they're all right oh guess i i guess i ain't that perfect i guess huh i'm out in these streets talking and reaching to people and you won't let me in the church the way you may think i should be because i don't fit in your four walls okay all right but God looking at you is like, I'm going to get worship regardless. And if it takes someone outside to do it, I'm going to get heard. And I'm going to get, nations are going to hear me. They're going to hear me. Because nothing stops the will of God. No matter how much you may not want that to happen, the will of God will happen. Prophecy will be fulfilled. Revelations is going to happen regardless of what you do in your life. This is going to happen. He will use who he needs to use in order for it to complete. It makes no difference. No matter how much you say no, it's going to work. He is going to make it happen, irregardless. Irregardless. And guess who gets to join us today? I see him on this camera. Let's see. There he is. How's it going there, Tom? Hi, Tom. Hey, what's going on? Sorry, I almost, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> oh, this guy. No, really, I almost did. I almost did fall asleep. Hello to everybody. Good evening. Absolutely. Tom in the house. Hope My... Everybody, I hope everybody's well. Yeah, we. Missed you guys, Blue. Hope you're doing well. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. I'm just positioning the, I'm just positioning the camera here for a better angle. Just positioning the camera here for a better angle. Okay, here we go. There we are. So, Perfect. in review of what's been going on since we've been on, so you can, I can catch you up. Uh, okay. We, we prayed. For Texas, we prayed for Oregon and those who are having bad weather. Right, by the snowstorms, the polar vortexes. Right, so we prayed for them. Um, today is Lagata, aka Deborah Gallegos' birthday today. So okay. we wished her happy birthday, rest in paradise, um, comfort for the family, friends closest to her. Um, right. Online, we, I did see. A video of them at the gravesite for cake and everything so I thought that was really special um, yeah I saw I saw that I saw that as well through a Romero or uh, Alonzo yeah yeah so we've through seen that and we're praying for all those who are affected by COVID-19 no matter where you are in the world right okay so that was our prayers um, the message, as you can, well, you can't see it because only I can. But among the, nations. Oh, you see it? Okay. I see it. Yeah, today's message among nations, Malachi, Malachi one eleven. Right. So what I was trying to express through the pre, uh, pre introduction and now through scripture, is that the church itself is so religiously 
organized that God himself will bring outsiders in to show how it needs to get done because in, in that time when this book was, when when this passage was written um, we were dealing with uh, Israel and the Gentiles right and Israel as we know and I'm sure you know as well um, was God's chosen nation God's chosen yeah. people the Israelites right because yeah, yeah. the Jews right so they got complacent because they thought that no matter what they offered God it was good because they're the chosen ones so to speak right well what happens is is they get very flawed with their offerings because at that time you got to understand Jesus didn't walk the earth yet there was no Savior it was you and God tabernacle holy of holies you know it was an expectation of obedience going on okay Correct. yeah so when you feel you're a chosen one you get complacent about you get not as sincere about something that you're doing right because you feel you're on a pedestal above right you're on a pedestal above the rest because you're chosen by God to lead his you know his word and everything like that and that can also lead to a lot of those people um alienating others and becoming uh prejudiced in their religion and their mm -hmm. religious beliefs because they might not feel well you're not a chosen one so therefore you're not a true believer i am right you get very what happens is you get very complacent because you feel you have it all together you have right. the Lord, you have God. Now that I have him in the basket, so to speak, my 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 um, convictions, the way I present my convictions, get lackadaisy because I'm comfortable. Right. And those who are outside of the walls of the church have typically have a more earnest way of praising God because they're not in the church so they see the genuosity of how God does things and they tend to be more genuine about their offerings sufferings and convictions right not because saying it happens to everybody predetermined setting right it, it, it not saying it happens every time it doesn't happen every time right but the point is is that in this scripture God is saying to him, and I, I did, it was in the preface too, God has just told Israel that he would rather them, they stop offering him any sacrifices at all, rather than bringing him insulting, flawed animals. Right. What that means is that is, I don't want you to do it if you're going to insult me. Right. Okay. Well, I want your heart, not your actions without heart. Yeah, I want your heart to be behind it. I don't want your sacrifices to be empty and hollow. Right. So just like we talked about love in previous messages, the l love consists of certain elements to show that you care, you're you're um, you're have humidity, hum uh, um, not humidity, humility, and other things that consider that, that, that consider love. Same right. ideal here. 
He says, I, he says rather than you humiliate me with the nonsense you're giving me, just stop doing it. Yeah. Because because this is worthless. You're not doing it for real. You you don't care about the sacrifices that you're giving me. It's it's, it's flawed. Yeah, it's, you're only doing it either to just appease me or because you want some false sense of validation or because you're doing it to make yourself feel good. So there's no there's no weight behind it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in short, God is reminding Israel that he would be properly he is going to be properly worshiped. Even if that worship comes from outside of Israel, which means among all nations. Right. He will be given honor, even if it happens in spite of Israel. Basically, in Romans 3, 1, 8, he says, You're gonna honor I'm gonna be honored. Regardless if you do it or not. Right. Someday those outside God's chosen people will recognize God for who he is and be given the worship is due. So basically saying, those people are going to worship. And through that genuine worship, they're going to find salvation. Right. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of people in that situation, uh, uh, Israelis, you know, that's where the conflict comes in. They find that as, you know, if you're not following us, then, well, you're not truly one with God. And I, that I feel from in society and from a geopolitical standpoint, that's, I think, where a lot of the conflict and hatred of Israel comes in, especially from the Muslim religions and the Muslim faith, because the, uh, the Jewish people and the Israelis don't feel like the Kurds, the Shiites are you know, part of their religion, they're part of the kingdom of God, they feel they're completely something different, and I think that's why Israel has so many conflicts in the region, mm -hmm. because a lot of those really hardcore Jews and Israelites that don't want to accept outside worship of the one true king. Exactly. So that's where a lot of, I feel, a lot of the conflict comes in. It is. And that's exactly the reason why God himself says what he says about this. Instead of you thinking and getting complacent and getting ungrateful about your salvation and you're giving me lame sacrifices and you're coming to me with this, this idolatry rather than genuosity, stop. Just stop. Right. Just take this, just cut it out. Because it, it's just it it means nothing at this point because it's hollow. Exactly. There's nothing behind it. That's like giving someone that's like giving someone a box and saying it's a gift and then there's nothing in it. Like you're giving someone an empty box. One hundred. And you still want the validation and credit of giving them something even though there's nothing in there. That that's the best analogy that I can give to help everyone pretty much understand that exactly thank you holy spirit it's wonderful that to understand that see, see you see how that works though is reading this just black and white isn't going to give you that right but when you dig into the 3d version of what's going on here you see that god's telling you hey you're I'm going to get worshipped. You're going to know me. But the thing is, it's how you're going to do it. 
Either right. you, if you do it in vain, if you do it with that empty box, I got a box, but nothing inside it. If you do it that way, I don't want it. Right. Just, exactly. just don't do it. Because it's not, again, with the whole we've talked about in previous blue books, the whole the love, compassion, if it doesn't come from the heart or true, it's just shallow. Right. So if it takes nations, nations to come inside or to go outside and worship genuinely with love and compassion it's going to get done and what's going to happen this is what's going to happen okay and this is exactly what it says here in the word what's going to happen is that these people who are doing that are going to find salvation because they're genuinely worshiping so God is going to do something special with them because they're not the chosen but they're grateful to be able to worship and he sees the heart right because God God God's love is for everybody not just a chosen set of people absolutely that is the main thing right here and he says it my name shall be great among nations and every place incense shall be offered which is a beautiful scent which is a peaceful scent and to my name and indeed a pure offering pure offering for my name shall be great among nations says the Lord it, it didn't say great among churches nations which is everyone on the planet Exactly. All of humanity. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go on to I'm going to go right now on to translations and I'm going to say see if any translation any biblical translation known in English language has something different than that. I want to see if it has anything different what says churches Religious organizations or whatever, not just nations. Let's see what it says. Right. Okay. So, in the American Standard Version, it says, For from the rising of the sun to the um, the downing of the, the name shall be great among Gentiles, and every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering for my name shall be great among Gentiles, saith Jehovah. Gentiles, Jews and Gentiles, outside of the chosen. Right. So he's not saying among nations on this one. He says among Gentiles, which is others outside of the outside of the Jews. This one says among nations. That's in the Common English Bible. Um, let's see what else is. Is there anything besides nations? Um, nations, nations, increase, okay, sacrifices them. Okay, so the Good News Translation says, people from one end of the world to the other honor me. Everywhere they burn incense to me and offer acceptable sacrifices to all of them honor me. So that doesn't even say to all nations, it just says honor me. Right. Okay, let's see, let's keep going. What does it say anything else? Uh, nations, Gentiles. Okay, here we go. In the King James Version, it says, for my name shall be great among the heathen. Okay, Johnny or Tom, explain what a heathen is. What's a heathen? Uh, 
a heathen is a person or individual who blatantly violates God's law and rule in the eyes of the church. So you indulge in the sins, you're heathenistic, you break the commandments, you worship a false god, you give in the pleasures of the flesh, temptations of sin, you maybe worship Satan or a dark arts or it, it's, it's anything that is anti-God against the church or anything that is deemed ungodly or bequeathed as unholy there you go audience as beloved there you go he said it he nailed it right on the head so if he's saying my name shall be great among the heathen. What is he saying? I believe he's saying that among the heathens, referring to that even those who are heathenistic will know his name, and at the same time, even those who are heathens can be embraced by my love and compassion, and that I forgive all, even the heathens, if they turn to a path of God. I think my, the, my love, I'm not discriminating. God isn't discriminating against heathens just because they act a certain way. If they truly believe in God and give in to the Spirit and everything, they, they can be saved. God will accept them because, you know, according to church, Bibles, everything, all of humanity are God's children. Whether you're a heathen, you know, an atheist, uh, Pentecostal, even get whatever you believe in, you're still a child of God in the eyes, in the eyes of the Lord, you're a child of God. And that's in every major religion. Islam, exactly. Hinduism, that doesn't matter. Exactly. It's all in major religion. It is. In short, it's basically saying that God doesn't discriminate. Even the worst of worst peoples outside of the church walls, because they seem to be perfect, everyone outside, even they will know He is God. Right. Yeah, the, so the, the, the message... Like the Message Bible itself says, I am honored all over the world, and there are people who know how to worship me all over the world, who honor me by bringing me the best to me. They're saying it everywhere. God is greater, this God of the angels and armies. Right, they just, different religions, different cultures, different parts of the world, just interpret God and worship God in different ways, but they all believe in that God is a form of a higher power, the creator, they just don't call it, they just don't call it God. And, and that's where among humanity, that's where a lot of the religious hatred and everything comes in because Muslims call their God Allah, Catholics it's God, you know, Hindus it's Buddha. There's a lot of different incarnations and interpretations of God and not everybody agrees with that but when it comes down to it at the end of the day all of those different religious sects and churches worship a form of a higher power which is an omnip an omnipotent 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 all-knowing being 
that created it all. Whether it's Allah, God, he's just called by different names. So, in the White Cliff version of the Bible, it's very, very wordy. And, and more wordy than my version right here, the Amplified. Okay, so for what it's saying in Malachi 1.11, it says, For from the rising of the sun, um, from the rising of the sun, one second, till the, the going down, my name is great among heathen men, and in each place a clean offering and sacrifice, and offered to my name. For my name is great among heathen men, um, saith the Lord of hosts. Keep on going with the heathen. Trying to get the point across that it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter who you are. What matters is you get that connection. Right. Your personal connection and relationship with God. Since God is everywhere and everything. Everybody is going to, like, you're blue. You're always talking about spirituality and being Pentecost and everything. Uh, I, I believe that if you really want to connect with God from a non-religious person looking in from the outside, as long as you're a good person, you're spiritual, you, you know, accept God, you accept He's there, you know He's there, you, everybody is going to have their own personal relationship with God, their own interpretation of His Word and, and their own spirit, and I feel someone can't tell you how you can interact with God. I feel, I mean, churches and religious structures are all, you know, they try to just either conform you or just give one uniformed blanket interpretation of God. But some one person's individual view of God may be different from another down to the smallest detail. But at the end of the day, there's still in touch with God and like you always say everybody that is spiritual has their own uh, interaction with God and how they interpret understand his word well that's that, that's the truth though of that nature Every, everybody's not the same that's the truth though I express on yeah, I express on the blue free book all will, the time too you know that's why God gave free will well, I try to express this will onto man to make their own decisions. That's why you have so many different opinions. Well, you know, you've got atheists and Satanists and all of everything under the sun. Well, I try to express this in the blue book as much as I can when we're broadcasting is that it doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter where you've been, how you got there, why you've been there, what choices you made. What matters is once you get to that point. Once you get to that point, change needs to happen. Right. Only, not church, not the pastor, priest, or whatever in the world it is, only the Holy Spirit can change you. That is the all unadulterated, almighty power of God is the Holy Spirit. Then you have to be accepting of that power and accepting and accepting of that spirit because I, I feel I believe God is not going to force it upon you. No. Which is why he gave humanity which is why he gave humanity free will to make its own conscious decisions. Well see this is where it comes this is where it comes in where people don't understand uh, tragedy. 
They don't understand the tragedy of situations. When God gives free will, he gives free will unconditionally. Okay? It don't matter what you choose to do or who you affect. You have the free will to do whatever it is that you want to do. Whether you're possessed by a demon or you're just doing it out of your own despitefulness, you still have free will. You can't give that conditionally. Right. The law is conditional. Okay? The law is conditional. You can only go so far. You have to walk in this crosswalk. You got to walk by by these street lights. When you're driving a car, you got to buy by these laws and everything. That's conditional. Even at the expense of someone else's pain, you have the right and the free will to do something that's not so godly or not godly at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's a choice that's made by you. And God's giving that's you that personal, choice. It's a, personal, it's a personal choice. Absolutely. And people don't understand that because they want to believe that everything's going to be just fine. Which... Theoretically, it will be. Theoretically, it will be. Right, it'll work itself. But it's an individual step process. This isn't like, because I believe everything's going to be fine with you. Although I pray for you, and I ask God and the Holy Spirit to do what they're going to do for you, that has nothing to do with your faith about your own life. Right. If you don't believe, and you make bad choices despite of my prayers... That's choices you've made, regardless of what I've asked God for you. Right, but but in that context, in that context, I think people would get along better and bridge gaps if you can, you know, you still accept it. Like with me, when you know, since I'm not, you know, openly, I'm not religious. When people, you know, oh, I pray for you, or you know, be in power, you know. I, I give them, you know, I say thank you. I take it with sincerity. I say, you know, thank you, you know, God bless you too, or whatever. I don't put people down. I don't put people down about it. If someone says I'm praying for you, I say thank you very much. That's so nice of you. You know, I don't say, you know, I don't say things like there are some, you know, agnostic people that are a-holes and will just say, you know, oh, yeah, pray to your non-existent God or something like that. I'm not, a lot of, what I want to say is a lot of agnostic people like myself get a bad rap and they're called atheists and heathen and all of that stuff is because a lot of them are trying to put down people of faith, like, by saying, oh, you're stupid for believing in some all-powerful God or you know the bible is just written by man so none of that stuff is true you know i don't i don't do that i let everybody who interacts as long as you treat me nice and you want to interact with me and you want to give me prayers and everything and it comes from the heart and it's sincere i have no issue with it i'll give them i'll give them to you right back i'm not one to put someone down and say you know well you know, you're an idiot for believing in that. Absolutely. Just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean I have the right to disparage someone else. Right. Absolutely. And a lot of it comes, a lot of it works both ways. But the, but the sad thing is, is a lot of religions 
and you know like you were talking about religious leaders the for-profit preachers and everything that twist god's word and use god's word to say well if you don't come to my church and you don't follow this and this and this way you're not one with god you don't believe god that's right right now we are going to welcome the one only flaka to the conversation Oh my goodness, it's so good to see you. It is all right. It is all right. You know, I had to go pay my my sister rest in peace, Kappa. And so I'm very glad to be here. Um, Dan, it's very good to see you. Absolutely. Very good to see you. Thank you for having me. Uh, um, well, Molly, we're glad to have you here, and my condolences to your sister. Oh, thank you very much. You know what? I send all my condolences out to everyone in the world. There is so much, you know, going on right now. I mean, everybody, I mean, that goes for everybody, you know? Right. And it, it's not to say that, you know, everybody is losing so many people. Can yeah. you see me or is this light too bright? We can see you. I mean, we not... can see you. Yeah. You can see me? Yeah, we, I mean, we, can, I mean, we, um, we know yeah, you're there. You know, so for one, I just want to say my condolences out to everybody out there who's lost somebody or who's in the middle of losing somebody right now. You know, it's such a terrible thing right now, and, and it's really sad, you know. Um, it, is. it is. I do want to say that, uh, um, you know, uh, I know a lot of people, you know, get caught up in the, in the religion thing, and, and a lot of it is, you know, they're always back and forth with whether they're a Christian or, or whatever the case may be. But in all reality, it, it's all coming down to one thing and that is believing in, in one God. We all have one God and that is it. That's it. It's, you know, religion is religion, but at the end of the day, we have one God. One God that we go to, one God that we call on, and one God that we, you know, depend upon, you know? Amen. Thank and, you. And, you know, I just walked into your guys' conversation and, you know, even I'm here, I was, you are talking about prophets. I don't know, I walked in and I, I'm, you know, I have conversation right now, you know, and I even hear the depositions of a real prophet and there's like the 25 signs of that, you know, and, and it is, is to turn the hearts back to the Father. Yep. There's so many people who has lost their sensitivity and their, their hearts have got so callous that they don't even know how to feel or how to love. That's right. Anybody for that matter, much less our Heavenly Father, just saying, and, you know, you know what I mean? Because, Absolutely. I mean, everything that's going on in this life right now, I mean, I don't think I really have to say anything as far as what's really taking place right now. You know, it's crazy. It's, it's really bad. crazy. But it's crazy. Again, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's that crazy. Us about you, you know? Right. Well, like I said before, you know, we're, we're praying for, we're praying for, you know the people who are suffering with the with the weather conditions in Texas, Oregon, Washington, New York. Yeah. We you know we're praying for your we're praying for you, the family, the friends of Lagata, and we're praying for everyone who's been affected by COVID-19. 
So, if, 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 you, if you need prayer, questions, or comments, definitely hit the email that's below here on the screen. We're always available. Uh, Flaka, make sure you let Harps know that he's always welcome on this platform. He can talk and speak and let, let us know. Hey, Harps, I see you. I see you back there, buddy. I see you right there. Orale, man. Hey. Hey, just, hey, Harps, just just know you're welcome on this platform, my friend. You're always welcome to speak and and let us know your thoughts. Okay, man. So. I appreciate it, man. I'm just shy. I'm just I'm liking it. I understand. <laughs> Hey, but you know, Flaka, she, 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 she really, really got that God on her, and that's what I really appreciate. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna come we're gonna come to a close, but I just wanted okay. I, I want to I want to just keep going, and every time we come online, I'll send I'll send the link out so we can we be can all together. This. Okay. We can go back and <laughs> and that's what I want. That's what I want. So just know that we love you. We are praying for you. And God bless both of you. Both of you. We love you. God bless both of you as well. And my condolences again. Thank you so much, you guys. Much love to you guys. And I'll, I'll be seeing you guys soon. I love you guys. God bless you guys. Have a great night. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you for having us. We love you guys. Anytime. Tell your wife I said we're going down. I will. I know. She's probably wondering. <laughs> so, anyhow. Much much love to you guys. All right, Dan. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, Johnny, or Tom, awesome. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Prayers, comments, questions. Again, bluebook at gmail.com. It's been a very good blue book. A lot of good, good stuff going on. Much love to Flocka and Harps out there for coming on to the yeah, Blue Book, talking, yeah. speaking, letting us know uh, their feelings, how they, what's going on. Um, Tom, anything else you want to close out with? Um, no, just you know, like she was saying, be good and you know, uh, know where you are in your path in life, and you know, just you know, make sure that you're comfortable with your spirituality and your relationship with God and. Absolutely. Because you know, no one knows your spirit better than you. That's right. Tom, good night. Much love to you. Much love, buddy. I will let you know when our next one's going to happen, okay? All right. You know I'm always here, buddy. God bless you, brother. All right. I'll let you too, Blue. All right, All right. buddy. Awesome word. Awesome guests. Awesome stuff. Remember, love without the expectation of love back. Walk in peace even when everyone's tribulating. And have accountability because it's contagious. Love, fear, respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Until next time. And until next time. And until next time. <laughs> Jesus. Strong. Fire.